At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. You're listening to Talk of Champions, an Ole Miss Spirit podcast with Ben Garrett. It's up, it's up, it's up, it's up, it's up. Do you taste it? Do you taste the Kool-Aid, the Ole Miss Kool-Aid? Because it is certainly pouring in this edition of Talk of Champions. Finally, me, Ben Garrett, has joined up with Bradley Sal. Let's be honest, okay? Both Brad and I planned a beach vacation for this week. <laughs> so you're wondering, why, Ben? Have you and Brad not jumped on the horn? I, I could not do it to Jake Thompson. Jake has done a tremendous job covering Ole Miss baseball on a day-to-day basis for us in the Ole Miss Spirit, OMSpirit.com and AffinityPhone3.com. I'm not going to parachute in and take his Omaha trip away from him. Do I feel like I'm missing out a little bit, a little fear of missing out? Yes. But me and Brad, while at the beach, are so fired up and ready to pour Kool-Aid yeah. that we jumped on. Hey, buddy. Uh, what's up, man? I was just about to say the same thing. The worst Ole Miss fan of all time. Walking out of the stadium after that Alabama, third Alabama game, I had Kool-Aid all over my chest. I poured out my whole cup. Tennessee game, I, I beer showered my cup. Well, my wife's going over dates of, hey, you know, when you want to go to the beach? You know, your one yearly beach trip. And here I am sitting at the beach mm-hmm. right now having the worst FOMO you've ever seen in your life while everybody else is booking their trip to Omaha. I still have one more day left, and I cannot leave because she spent so much money on this beach trip. Yeah. She doesn't care anything about baseball. So here I am down here while Omaha is happening, and I'm the worst Ole Miss fan ever. I booked a day come trip. And I looked at the day, I was like, hey, that's the College World Series. I doubt it. <laughs> Don't think it's going to happen. So uh, we can do it that weekend. That's perfect. Actually, I think we need to take credit for Ole Miss baseball going to Omaha because we did this, because we booked beach trips. It was so funny because (laughs) I'm hitting up Brad on Monday. I'm like, dude, when are we going to podcast? And you texted me a picture of you on the beach. I went, oh, my God. And I texted him, dropped him my location, dropped the pin like you do. And uh, he was like two hours away from me. (laughs) Oh, man, dude. Ah, Will we go to Omaha for the title series? Yes. 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 No. If we got, yes. if we, heck, even if we make it to midweek, I'm going to try to make it up there. I just cannot. I beg and I try to, like, manipulate my wife. Best case scenario, hey, you want to go shopping today? Let's let's get back to Oxford. If we go shopping, knock that out. We'll get back. <laughs> no, not having it, man. Like, I, I'm, he, she doesn't care anything about that, some odd thing. So, guess what? She, I'm going to be enjoying that last Saturday on the beach. Well, I guess I'll have to watch, watch the game from the beach. But, 
Um, yeah, I'm hoping, hoping midweek if we can get deep in the week or get the championship series. I'm, I'm, I don't even care. I don't care. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. My plan is to leave out possibly as early as Monday, but I think I'm going to hold off until the championship series if they make it there. And I've been bullish. Look, I got the clip in February, months, months ago. We were asked in a mailbag. We were doing regular mailbags to fill the time because there wasn't a lot going on. So we're doing weekly mailbags. And somebody asked, is this the year that Ole Miss gets to Omaha? And this is what I said. Ethan at Sheboink123. Is Ole Miss baseball making it to Omaha? You know what? I'm saying yes. Oh, my gosh. man! I'm, I'm going to make sure I remember that because whenever you – Put it down. It's February 1st, 2022. I'm calling it. They're going to Omaha. If they don't make it to Omaha, there's no excuse. I understand that they don't have Doug and they don't have Gunner, but they return their entire lineup. They should be able to hit their way to Omaha, and they have more pitching depth. They don't have the top-end starting pitching that they had with Doug and Gunner, but they have better depth. I can't wait to play. Will you will you cut that clip tonight? Sure. And we're gonna play that on the podcast. Yes. Um, three, four, four, five SEC series in. Sure. <laughs> or after they lose the third game of a super regional. <laughs> By God, they got to Omaha. They got there. You told me to pull the clip. I did, and guess what? Now that clip is receipts. I now look prophetic. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, man. I mean, were you sweating during the selection yes. show when they were the last one in Mystery Relevant? Yes. Essentially? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but, man, you know what, though? This is, I mean, this is what we, we knew. We knew how this team is that good. That's why everybody was so mad and so disappointed. Okay? It's because this team is so talented and had so much expectation. And, hey, they got hot, hot at the right time. I mean, I, I'm this definitely the weirdest way we made it to Omaha. Definitely thought there's been, there's been m- many more years where we thought, okay, boom, it's been an easy road all the way there. Boom, losing the Super Regional, losing the Regional. Whereas now, I mean, we, we got hot at the right time, and the talent's there. We have the talent to win this Omaha, and I'm telling you, we, we could do it. That, as long as we keep playing the way we're playing. Now that our pitching's gotten better, our hitting is, is what we thought it would be. I mean, we are, we're, we are what, what we thought we were, the number one team in the nation, you know, at, at one point this year. So I'm not shocked. I knew it, I knew it was in there. That's why everybody was so frustrated. So it is, it is great to see. Two of nine national media types have picked Ole Miss to win the whole dang thing. And with Tennessee not in the field, I said this earlier this week when David Johnson and I recorded a podcast, with Tennessee not in this field, because both you and I agree, Tennessee embarrassed Ole Miss, embarrassed Ole Miss in the regular season. I didn't want to see that again. In this field, with the way they're playing, 13 of 16, I'm drinking the Kool-Aid with you. I'm saying, I'm going to go ahead and put it. I, I've already become like Miss Cleo. I looked into my crystal ball, said Ole Miss is going to Omaha. They're here. Doesn't matter how they got there. Doesn't matter that it seemed inevitable that the season was over and Mike Bianco was gone after Vanderbilt in the SEC tournament. Doesn't matter. They're there in Omaha. So now I'm going to go ahead and plant my flag and say they're winning the whole friggin' thing. <laughs> I, they certainly can do it. I mean, it just depends on if this, if this Ole Miss team that, that's been – been there lately shows up i mean they're they're as good as anybody there if, if not if not the best team so i mean if you look at all the teams there you got you know auburn we, we beat them in a series um arkansas we pretty much should have won that series kind of blew it there at the end that was when we were going through our struggles um i mean there, there's not a team there i would say hey you know if almost plays their best they can't beat and now that tennessee's out i mean i went back and looked at this i, I think that series that series felt terrible at the time because of how high we were riding and how we thought we were, you know, going to just cruise into Omaha. And we did get beat really bad the first two days, but we almost got them the third day. I mean, it, it, as bad as it felt, we could have taken one from Tennessee um, at the time. But, yeah, it's – man, it, it, it is – I think we, we have every bit of chance to win this thing. Is, is anybody there? 
Where were you and how did you celebrate when Tim Elko caught the final out in the Hattiesburg Super Regional? I'm trying to think. Where was I at when I was watching that game? I'm surprised you weren't there. I know. I try. I try to make it down. I try to make it down, but it, it just didn't work out. It, that's kind of like Omaha. I mean, the flights are. I mean, the, I try. Well, I tried to last minute Omaha too, but it's like the flights you have to connect in so many different places and stuff. It was like, all right. I mean, it's it's going to take you twelve hours just to fly there. You know, like <laughs> it shouldn't. So um, yeah, it's. It, I forgot where I was, but I'm pretty sure I was. I was at least at least double fisting some Kool Aid. <laughs> Was it one of the most hardcore Ole Miss celebrations you've had in a while? Yeah, one hundred percent. I mean that that one just felt like, okay, Ole Miss, you gonna do it to me? You gonna make me look like an idiot now? I'm I'm over here. I'm just eating crow. I didn't gave up on you guys, and now let's go ahead and go to Omaha and look the best we looked all year. Appreciate it, man. Now, now I'm just mad at you, you know. <laughs> so everybody's just talking all that smack, and everybody's like peeking out the curtains, like, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go. Yeah, I'm in, baby. I'm in. Like everybody was, I mean, just think about it. I mean, you get swept by Alabama. Like, I mean, that is the lowest of the low, man. You drop from number one to way out of the top 25, and now, boom, here we are. I mean, we're we're going to Omaha. We look as good as we looked all year. Um, so, yeah, I mean, uh, everybody everybody should eat that crow. I mean, very few people were would have said after Alabama series here, yep, we're still going to Omaha. I promise. We're 7-14. We got it, baby. We're going to Omaha. I think you perfectly represent Ole Miss fans in general because you rode that roller coaster (laughs) so hard. You were so high. Even when things started to turn a little bit and you were starting to have some doubt, like, I don't know, I don't know. You gathered yourself, picked your fandom back up, and then, of course, you plummeted when they started to struggle. There were seven games under 500 in the SEC on May 1st, and you were down in the dumps. I've not seen you that low in a long time. And then they started to win again, and you got your host back up only for Ole Miss to lose like they did in the, in the uh, SEC tournament to Vanderbilt. And now they're in Omaha. And I think the best thing we should do is we should just get in a car and hit record on a video camera and drive to Omaha together. That would I be great. agree, man. Okay. I think so. We can strap the kids in the back. You know, we can yes. Just, it'll, be, it'll be great. <laughs> man, I'll tell you what. So I, I think I texted you after the LSU series. And that's when I, that's when I poured a little bit of Kool-Aid in there. I was like, all right. It was? Here we go. We can make a run. I, I think I said I think I texted you specifically and said, hey, this would be the team that makes it to Omaha. Go figure. Like, they got everybody off board. Hell, I'm half watching the games. I'm, you know, just every time I see them, I'm disappointed. Boom. Every, we sweep LSU, and I think I was like, all right. Um, I'm kind of – I'm stepping that foot back in. Now I'm ready to go. So, I mean, I never I never really take it out. I watch all the games whatever, but it's just like, you know, the hype train, you know, whenever we're winning big and stuff, I mean, I'm, I'm jumping up after every hit, you know, Rick Flanger and everything else, but – you know, it took me a few wins to get me back on the on the on the woo train. So, um, yeah, I'm back. I'm back. I'm back hyped now. I'm looking through all the text messages, and man, you rode the roller coaster. Like when they lost, um, I think it was the last series or two, whatever it was, and you go, "Oh God, our resume is not as good as Kentucky or Alabama. They're not going to make it in." I don't blame you. Everybody oh, was kind of like that. Oh God, here it is. Here it is. May fifteenth. Let's freaking go. We're doing it the nice, clean way. I am gulping this, quote, Kool-Aid, spelled S-H-I-T, Kool-Aid again. That was it. That's when you were back on board. <laughs> Dude, I swear, my, my roller coaster of emotional almost baseball, if anybody says that they didn't have it, they're, I mean, they're lying, period. <laughs> I mean, we're 7-14, and 14, dude. We're not even getting into the SEC tournament at one point this year. 
from that to just boat racing your regional and super regional. I mean, nobody saw that. Gosh dang it, you wrote a series win at LSU, and I may pour me a cup of that good shit. From a big picture standpoint, yeah, how do you feel about them, though? Like, now that they're in the field, and Mike Bianco getting rid of all the talk and debate. I mean, this is a big deal. This is one of the biggest Ole Miss stories in a long time. Yeah, well, I think think the big thing for us, man, is our Friday and Saturday starters kind of got solidified, and both guys are giving you a chance to win the game. Whereas before we were kind of all over the place, and then Elliott just kind of stepped it up, and I mean he's he's almost doing playing the Doug role. I mean when you get to the second game, it, you're not hitting him, you know, and he's only throwing 88, 89. That's the best part about it, and he's just he's just a nasty lefty. And you know those two guys are going out there each weekend and giving you a chance to win, and then your bats are are, are hot. I mean to me, as long as the pitching is is fine and, and keeps doing what they do, and we, I mean there, there's no reason why we can't. I mean I know I'm uh, you know red glasses whatever, but but looking at at I mean Ole Miss and M are only two teams to go five and up, you know, to get to the to get to Omaha. So if you look at it from a sheer experience talent standpoint, I like where we are. You have a bunch of older guys that have kind of seen some ups and downs, been through some crap, and that's why that's why a team like this is able to do what they did coming back from seven and fourteen. You got older guys that that, that didn't flinch, they kept believing in themselves and knew, hey, if we catch a heater you know, it's unlikely, but if we catch a heater, boom, we make it Omaha. And guess what? The unlikely happened. They called it. They called a real heater and start playing, playing up to their to their talents. And you know, this is what you get. I mean, that, now you have a hot team that really believes in themselves, and the confidence is high. I mean, I'm sure when they take the field, they're they're expecting to crush every team. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I like our shot. I like where we are as as a team and what the players we have. All right, let's do a Brad's big thing as we're recording this from the beach. We're going to have a much more detailed, long conversation next week before he and I both go to Omaha. Let's do Brad's big thing about Ole Miss and the College World Series. The older I get, the more I realize there are just some things I don't know. Balancing a budget, for example. I'm not a financial whiz. Sure, I know batting averages, passing and rushing yards, three-point shooting percentage. But intentionally putting away money for retirement? That's where my friends at NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast come in. NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the financial world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. The nerds have helped me get smarter about things like planning my tax bills so I don't dread April every single year. Actually, I was one of the first in line this time around. Saving on travel so that I can take my girls on trips because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night and maybe a fancy dinner too. So enjoy the things you love, the Ole Miss Rebels, your family, your friends, knowing that your financial situation is taken care of with advice that you followed from NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app today. Trust me, future you will thank you. Wait on three, one, two, three. Let's go. Brad's Big Thing. What is your big thing, your one big thing for Ole Miss in the College World Series? You know, I think it's I think it's for our pitching to keep it to keep it up. And I, I said this earlier in the pod. I think it's just um, you know our pitching's got to continue doing what it's doing. The bullpen's been great. Um, you know, Elliot, Delusia, those guys have given us a chance to to start out two and zero and, and, and get going. I think all in all, man, it is is one hundred percent the pitching. You know, if, if that stays. If that stays consistent like it has been, our hitting is going to be there. I think our, our offense is, you know, 
talented, super powerful, has been through the SEC with all versus all the good pitching and, and seen plenty of good pitching. I think the offense is going to be there, but the, the pitching stays hot, and I would look for Ole Miss to make a nice run here. What's your breakdown of Ole Miss-Auburn on Saturday, the opener, 6 p.m. Central time on ESPN2? You know, I like you know I, I like the fact that that we have we have beaten them in the series and um, you know, but I don't think we faced this pitcher. If I, mistake me if I'm wrong, but I don't think we faced this pitcher last time when we played them. Um, the, the one that we're facing this this um, the first game. So I mean, I, I think I think they're a beatable team. I think Auburn Auburn is definitely definitely playing hot as well though. Um, they they can hit the ball pretty well. Um, but if you look at you know on paper, I think Ole Miss is the better team and and, and definitely definitely should win this game if they show up and play play the way they played so um Auburn's gonna be tough I mean they're, they're obviously hot but but they they haven't been here before um which almost hasn't in a while either but um you know I, I feel like I feel like almost can get after these guys almost um excuse me Auburn is throwing Jason Joseph Auburn's throwing Joseph Gonzalez and um he's faced almost twice in his career but neither time this year so yes the unfamiliarity there but with Ole Miss and the way it's hitting 13 of 16 I'm bullish, man. I'm being stubborn. They went five and zero. They did the non-Ole Miss thing, Brad. Something we talked about, and that's what I. If you listen to the clip, that's what I was talking about in February. Just kick the damn door down. Leave no doubt, and they did that. This team, the one that was a three seed, the last team in the tournament, they kicked the door down. So now that they've done it, that they've done the non-Ole Miss thing, I expect them to do the non-Ole Miss thing and not just be happy to be there. Win the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you, man. You know, I knew I knew we were on a different kind of mindset, different kind of team when we faced um, Southern Miss's Saturday guy. Yes, he was, he was like our nemesis, man. I mean, he's throwing everything ran, everything was junk ball, whatever, and we just found a way to get runs. And that is that's when I was like, all right, this they are on a different level right now because before that guy would have shut us down, we went into that third game, it would have been a shootout. But no, dude, like they got. Elliott shows up, pitches his tail off. We find a way to get runs versus that guy. And that pitcher was a really good pitcher, man. I mean, he was – that dude was dirty. But we found a way to get the timely hits, and that's, that's a team on a mission. That's a team that, 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 that is just playing out of their mind and playing hot and playing up their potential. And that's what I like going into this, man. I mean, kind of you – know, backs, their backs have already been up against the wall, so, so they've already been humbled, so to speak, midseason. So now, now, now they got that chip on their shoulder. And, um, you know, it's kind of like, you know, you fall down, but how, how good can you get back up? And this is – this is what they're doing. They're coming back even better. Oh, man. We're both drinking it so hard right now. Before we get out of here, oh, man. it's so bad. <laughs> it's so bad. We're going to go to Omaha. We're going to do a big show or two or three. Whatever. We got all that coming next week. This is just to get everybody ready for Omaha. So let's real quick rapid fire pre-Omaha Ole Miss Baseball Award so far. Most valuable players, Tim Elko to me. You? Um, most valuable player... Man, I know everybody wants to go Elko, but man, I want to give it to one of the pitchers. I mean, our pitching staff, we were we were a disaster midseason. Mm-hmm. I think Delucia or Elliott come in, that's almost turned the tide on this team. So now we have a stable two guys that are that are essentially giving us a chance to win every week, man. So to me, it's it's got to be you know those, those maybe the I don't know maybe the unsung hero or whatever, but those two guys have kind of changed the um, changed the outlook on our on our on our team. Yeah, I'm putting Hunter Elliott as rookie of the year. That's why I didn't put him as. Most valuable Got player. It. Yeah. So yeah, let's see. Elko, Elko, Elko's just been super timely. Hit wide. I mean, down at, down in Miami, that double versus Miami. Versus yes. Miami, and, um, I mean, he just, dude, he's, he's had some, some timely hits since he put the team on his back there. So rookie of the year's Honey, Hunter Elliott. I would say unsung hero or breakout guy. Breakout rebel is Josh Mallets. Yeah. Him or Delusia for sure. Uh, Mallets has been great at the pin, though. You're right. I mean, that is. 
for you looking back at Mallett's last year when he came in before Brandon Johnson, or, or who was it that came in at Broadway when he came in versus Mississippi State and got shelled right there to, to lose that series essentially, and everybody was just down on the kill. Oh, he's terrible. Don't put him in there. Well, to come back and look the way he's looked now, I mean, you know, kudos to him, man. I mean, that's that, that's a great comeback, and that's, um, you know, everybody's kind of down on the kid, and nobody expects him to be, you know, that, that setup guy that he is this year. Two more. Can't live without him award goes to Justin Bench for me because he plays all over the field, oh. and – he gets on base atop the order. Like, we all thought coming in, if you made me guess the candidates who was going to be the one, the the player leading off for Ole Miss baseball in Omaha, it would not have been Justin Bench. Yeah, Justin Bench. I, I like that. I, li- I like Gonzalez there, too. I think that he, him and Kevin Grant, one of those two guys, I mean, they're just so steady in the in the middle of that lineup, and they're just, um, you know, Gonzalez in the field is also awesome, but and you get those two two lefties up, yeah. I mean, it'd be tough to tough to live without them, as we've seen without Kevin Graham. It got kind of ugly. Well, last one, shut us the hell up award. Mike Bianco, he deserves it, man. Congrats to him. Shut shut us the hell up. <laughs> I love it, man. Yeah, Mike Bianco, Elko a little bit too. People were yes. Elko a little bit of year. Um, you know, let's see, he's lost. He just like out more than Kel Baker, but he um, he also was. Um, Every time, every time you talk crap about Elko, he, he dropped a bomb on me. So, uh, yeah, him, him, Bianco, um, I think he's pretty much going to get to get to do whatever he wants now. So, all right, say the words. Say Ole Miss is going to win it all. Just say it. Oh man, I just say it. You on them, man. I I, I kind of think when I'm down on them, they do a little better. Um, I agree. I mean, it's I, not a coincidence that we're at the beach and not at Omaha right now. I know, man. I know. I, I'm I'm going to save it to get. Let me. Give me one game. I, I want right. to see. I want to look in their eyes and see how they look. One game, and after that, if we win this first game, oh baby, oh, this is gonna be. It's, I, I'm I'm gonna be. It's gonna be. I'll probably cry once we lose something like that. You know, I'll be so hyped. Uh, if we go out there and look good that first game and just just slap them right or win big, oh my my Kool Aid glass. I mean, dude, I'll have I'll have a, a daggum you know Yeti full of it. Kool-Aid needs to sponsor this podcast for like two weeks. Because what we're going to do is we're going to hop in a car with the kids, be listening to Disney music while me and Brad share glasses, and we'll like pour Kool-Aid the whole trip. The whole trip. Like literally Kool-Aid. No joke. So this is when I got my greatest piece of FOMO. So I'm at the beach. I'm eating, you know, eating tacos, whatever, sitting outside of a place. A guy comes walking by with a sleeveless shirt on, and it's a a Kool-Aid shirt. It's got the big guy on it. I was like, dude, why am I not in the car wearing that head of Omaha? Like, I want to go into Omaha with a sleeveless Kool-Aid shirt on. And don't give, don't give two craps when anybody says, I just want to, like, be a super fan in the, in the stands. And, like, every, after every hit, like, flexing with the Kool-Aid shirt on. Like, yeah. I mean, dude, and, my, and I hear I am like, man, my wife is not going to flinch on this. I, I am not going to go to this first game. You know, the first game is when everybody's the most hyped. Right. Like, okay, everybody. everybody you can only be here. really disappointed. By that game, yeah, yeah. So, so, so you go in and like, okay, this is like when everybody said, the, okay, hey, we're about to win this thing. Whereas, like, you know, if you're one and one, a couple of days in, you're little, you're old nervous energy. Well, that first game is like, all right, so that's the one you want to be at. And of course, um, well, see, I disagree. I think that's the one that can only disappoint you. I want to be. I went in 2014. I was there covering Ole Miss baseball. I was there for game one and game two and the elimination game. I think the first game can only disappoint you. So I think we've got it perfect to where we go once they've either made the run or not. So if they've made the run, we're going in. It's it's free money if you get to the title series. Well, no, it's not. Oh, my God. If they get to the title series, oh, my God. And then they don't win it. Okay. 
We're not we're not doing well. We are not doing well. We uh we have drank too much Kool Aid. I'll tell you I'll tell you my only concern though. All right. This I'll give I'll give you I'll give you one concern. Though. One concern. Pat past the first two pitchers. Do we have the depth to go into a game three or four in Omaha? Who's starting those games? You know what I mean? That that's my only concern. If we come out and go two and zero, oh, I like our chances. But after that, now if we have to battle through a losers bracket, it's going. I, I do think it will be tough for Ole Miss, and I, I don't know who that dominant, who, who that third, fourth, fifth guy starting would be. You know, so um, if we can get to the first two games, that, that gives our we got to go two and up. We really do to have a chance to make the championship series. Start Brandon Johnson in game three and let Josh Mallett's close. No, I, no, yeah, that, my thought is Mallett's Johnson. Yeah, Johnson, I like that too. Yeah, that's assuming that you don't use Johnson, you know, heavily the first two games, or or you go maybe Malice Doherty Johnson or something like that. Yeah, but, but the only thing with Malice is he's a one pitch yeah. guy. He's he's all sliders all the time. So I just don't think that would play well if you're trying to get two or three out of him. Yeah, well maybe go Doherty then Malice and Johnson. Oh or my God, we're making plans for game three and four. Oh my God, I know that. Let's just assume. Let's just let's just hope we get there. But yeah, that yeah, okay. That just goes to show you the Kool Aid is <laughs> dripping. I got an idea of it right now. All right, buddy. We'll talk again. All right, see you, man. Howdy, howdy. See you in Omaha Championship Series. Bye.